0: follow me two important words that we're going to be discussing on today's episode of Following the Truth how are you my name is Gary Zimmack great to be back with you here on the air today is tuesday september the 21st to september the 21st and this is the day that the church celebrates the feast of saint matthew one of the apostles and what I mentioned at the beginning, follow me, these two words, you're going to hear these in the gospel from today's daily mass. This is a great message for us. This is the invitation, which really goes out to each one of us from Jesus, follow me. Now, what happens after that? we'll, We'll talk about this on the program today. What happens after that is going to look unique for each one of us. The way I follow him is going to be slightly different, or maybe even in a major way, differently, different than the way you follow him. Of course, there's going to be certain things in common, but he calls us all to follow him in a different way, or he leads us down a slightly or a largely different path. But we could still follow Jesus, and that's the beautiful thing. We're all called to follow him in the way that he calls us to follow him. Matthew's way is going to be different than your way or my way. But the important thing for us is that he calls is to recognize that he calls us all to follow him. And if we do, then we're going to get that peace and happiness that we're looking for. In addition to finding purpose in our lives. And, and I think, I don't know about you, but for me, for many years, I didn't have a sense of direction. I My life lacked purpose or meaning. I just didn't get it. I didn't think about it. And I was just doing what I could do to feel good. You know, and a lot of people live their lives that way. But yet that's so unfulfilling. It sounds it sounds maybe good on the surface. Yeah, I do what I want. I just pursue pleasure. I just have a good time. Well, you know, if you've done it for any extended period of time, you just can't it doesn't satisfy. You know? And and that's that's the beauty of following Jesus. And this is what I've learned and It's almost a paradox, isn't it, that Jesus calls us to follow him by doing what? By picking up our cross and denying ourselves, and we're going to get rest. He promises us rest if we come to him. Well, that doesn't sound very restful, does it? Pick up your cross, deny yourself, but that's the paradox of Christianity. It doesn't appear to make sense, but yet when you do it, when you really do it, when you really leave your old way of life behind, and follow Jesus, then you do get that peace. You do get that happiness you're looking for. And until you do that, right, until you actually follow him, it doesn't appear to make sense. So we will talk about that on the program. I'm also going to tell you something about Friday's show. So I want to hold that till after the prayer. Then we got some book news and some other things, but we'll do all that after the prayer. So, Here's the deal. Today we are going to be hearing the words of Jesus, inviting us to follow him, to become his disciple, to to become his follower. And because of that, we're going to pray directly to Jesus today. So if you would join me, we'll begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus. Wow. Today we are going to hear some words from you directed to each one of us. Follow me. Sounds simple, Lord, doesn't it? Um, But you know as well as we do that sometimes it's challenging for us to, A, figure out where you want us to go, or more importantly, to accept where you're leading us, right? I think that's the hard thing. But we know that you want to lead us. We know that you have a certain path in life. Plan for each of us, more or less, with certain deviations allowed. Well, I understand that, but you know each of our skills, each of our strengths, each of our desires, each of our abilities, and you direct us taking all of that, and in, in all of our weaknesses, you know those two, but you take into account all of these things when you come out with this plan for our lives. So today, Lord Jesus... We thank you for your willingness to enter our world, to allow yourself to experience pain and suffer in order to save us, and for your desire to speak to us through the scriptures and through the teachings of your church, and to lead us where we need to go. Lord, we ask you to grant us your peace today. Grant healing to those who are sick. Grant relief to those who are suffering, especially those who are grieving the loss of a loved one. Grant hope to the hopeless. And Lord, please use me today as your instrument. I submit myself, myself to your will. I ask you to use me. I have an idea what I want to say. But if you want me to change the message, please make it known to me through the work of your Holy Spirit, as you so often do. And I'm going to do my best to listen. And finally, Lord, I ask you to open our hearts and our minds so that we are willing to hear what you have to say and to put it into practice. And Jesus, we ask these things confidently in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. My name is Gary Zimek, and you are listening to Following the Truth. Today is Tuesday. It's September the 21st. A couple of pieces of information. I want to make you I want to make you aware of this. So today's Tuesday. Um, Friday of this week, I'm not going to be doing a podcast. I'm going to be headed up to Connecticut to to speak at the 2021 Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference. I'm going to be speaking along with Father Donald Calloway and Dr. Ralph Martin. So I'm excited about this opportunity. I've got to drive up to Connecticut, so I'm not going to be able to find the time to do a show or to or to pre pre record it. So I'm just going to skip the show this Friday. Uh, I will be on the air tomorrow, which is Wednesday and Thursday as well. But one thing I want to let you know about Friday, you know, I don't know if you listen to my weekly podcast, The Gary Zimack Show, which you can get from wherever you get this podcast, um, but in that podcast, it's a weekly show, I, I focus on the Sunday mass readings. That show will be available on Friday, so it generally becomes available some, for download on Friday, typically in the morning, maybe midday. At the latest. So if you're, if you're, look, I I know this is a stretch, but just we're going to pretend here, okay? If you miss me so much that you need to download a show and listen to me, try the Gary Zimek show this week, okay? And look, let's just play. You don't have to let me, you don't have to email me and let me know that, well, you know, Gary, I really don't miss you that much, but I'm just going to assume you miss me enough to want to hear me on Friday. So you will be able to do that uh, by by downloading the Gary Zimac Show podcast. Now, uh, the, the conference is on Saturday. It's, it's pretty cool. It's at a a baseball, an outdoor baseball stadium, New Britain Stadium, which is in New Britain, Connecticut. And I'm going to be heading back home on probably Saturday evening. And, and I, I plan to do a show on Monday. So if all goes according to plan... Uh, I'm going to be back with you on Monday. Oh, which by the way, that that reminds me of another thing. Well, let's do two pieces of news uh, that tie in together. So that's one thing. No, no podcast on Friday. Do not panic. Uh, I, I, you know, it's I'm traveling. Now, I have a new book coming out. So today, it's called Journey with God: Finding Peace and Happiness. And this is this is a topic I just love discussing, and I can't wait to talk more about it. And as the book comes out, I'm going to be doing just that. So here's the news. Wow, this changed as I, this is kind of amazing. So okay, so this is developing. So earlier in my um, in my email, my daily email, amazon.com was reporting that. First they were saying September the 28th, the book is coming out. Now they're saying it is available in earlier today, it's available in nine days. So I, I put that in my daily email address. Look, it's coming out in nine days. Pretty exciting. Um, and then, well, I guess that would be September the 21st. Yeah, that's about the, that's about that. So that wasn't a big deal. Okay, <laughs> math was never my my best subject. So now, I just looked on Amazon.com now. They are reporting that Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness, my latest book, is available to ship in one to two days, so if you are interested in getting the book, technically it's a—I guess it's still a pre-order, but it's saying it's available in one to two days. But if you get it, if you said put in your order now at Amazon.com, looks like you're going to get it. It's going to ship within one to two days, so that's going to be this week. It should ship, which is exciting news. So journey. With God, Finding Peace and Happiness. And the book is all about how to know, love, and serve God. You know, we've all heard that. It's basic Catechism 101 stuff. What's the the purpose? Why were we created to know, love, and serve God in this life? Well, what exactly does that mean? I break it down in this book, and I think you're going to enjoy it. And ultimately, that journey with God, that's going to bring about peace and happiness in life following Him. You know, when we're searching for peace and happiness, we're actually searching for God, even though many of us don't realize that. You know, I didn't realize that for many years. So anyway, the book is going to be available very, very soon, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. I'm going to be talking more about that. Okay, that's part one of that news. Part two of that news is on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's Monday, the what, the 25th, 26th, the 27th of September at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to be on for a full hour on Catholic Answers Live talking about the new book. So, you can listen on your local Catholic radio station, you can listen online, but I will be on Catholic Answers Live taking questions for a full hour about my new book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. So, I hope you can listen, I hope you can call in, And it's exciting. I I, I generally do that program every time I have a new book out. So I'm really glad that I'm able to do that. That's uh, Catholic Answers Live Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll talk about Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness, my new book. Okay, that's all in news, except for the fact that Gary needs to take a sip of his coffee before it gets cold. Yes, that's good. Oh, by the way, if you happen to be in the vicinity of Connecticut, of New Britain, Connecticut, and you want to swing on over to the New Britain Stadium for the 2021 Catholic Men's Conference, I will have copies of Journey with God available for the first time. This is the first time I'm going to be selling the books. I've been told by the publisher my books are going to get here tomorrow, so I'm going to be taking them with me and offering them for sale um, at a discount, actually at New Britain Stadium. So if you haven't gotten a ticket yet for the Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference and you're in the area, maybe you should you should think about giving it a try, okay? Um, anyway, if you want to find out more information about the work that I do, please visit my website following com. Let's talk about this this day. Today's the feast of St. Matthew. He's one of the apostles. He wrote one of the one of the gospels, one of the four gospels is attributed to Matthew. And, you know, it's a pretty interesting and amazing story when when you really think about it. Just the idea that here is this guy with no real theological qualifications, not especially popular, in, in fact, anything but popular because he's a tax collector. And the Jews hated the tax collector because they were skimming money off the top, keeping it for themselves, and they were taxing the people. For the Romans. So, you know, the Jews are ruled by the Romans and they're being taxed by them. And these tax collectors like Matthew are thought to be really sleazy characters because they are skimming money off of the top for themselves. So why Jesus would choose this guy to become one of his inner circle, one of the pillars of the church which he would found. You know, he's one of the 12 apostles. And why he would choose this person to do that and to subsequently write one of the four Gospels is just a mystery. But that's the beautiful thing about how Jesus works. He's not looking for credentials. He's not looking for popularity. He's not looking for people who are dynamic. He is looking for people who are willing to say yes and follow him. And when he gets those people, such as Matthew, people who would maybe be looked at as outcasts, people whom others look down upon, when he gets those people who are willing to say yes and surrender their lives to him, he uses them in a big way. And that's what happened to Matthew. And that's what can happen to you and me. And that's that's why this story is is so powerful. So let's read the gospel from today's mass. It's, it's short. It's Matthew chapter nine, verses nine through thirteen. And this is the call of the apostle Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post, and he said to him, "Follow me." And he got up and followed him. Now, okay, isn't that amazing? follow me. That's it. Not follow me. And I'm going to give you a, there's, there's going to be a, a lot of, uh, I have some good incentives coming your way, right? I got a good retirement plan. You're going to get, uh, lots of adulation. No, follow me, period. Leave your old way of life behind and follow me. And Matthew did it. Why? And I think this tells tells us something about the power of Jesus if we really take the time to encounter Him, to meet Him, to get to know Him, when we have that encounter with Jesus and we take it seriously, it's a powerful invitation. And there's something about Jesus that has moved many hearts over the centuries, including my own, And I can't put my finger on it, but I was not looking to really step up my relationship with Jesus. I just wasn't. I was looking for some peace and relief and meaning in my life. But it just happened because of that encounter with him. So back to this gospel, while he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples The Pharisees saw this and they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of the words. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus is looking for sinners like you and me and Matthew. He's looking for people who don't think they're better than others. He's looking for people who don't think they have their act together all the way and don't need any help. Jesus is looking for people who are humble enough to admit that they need a Savior and that they are willing to follow Him embrace their cross and go where he leads. That's who Jesus is looking for. Do you want to be one of those people? You know? That's the question. Do you want to be one of those people? Are you willing to change your way of life or to leave your old way of life behind and follow Jesus? Now let's talk about that for a minute. My my decision or my path in life was, was was pretty drastic. Now, there's a lot of people who make even more drastic changes than I did. I went after I heard Jesus calling me. Mean, I felt Jesus calling me. Mean, I, just, I just knew I had that desire to follow him and somehow work for him full time. I left a 30-year career in the software industry, but there was always something lacking there. You know, maybe some people really love, could have loved what they did as a software developer. I didn't. I mean, it was okay at times, but there was really something missing. I don't ever recall getting excited about getting up and going to work throughout that 30-year career. And that's 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 a sign. That's a sign that maybe I was on the wrong track. Now, was Jesus calling me earlier? He probably was. But I wasn't willing to listen. But, it, but when he got my attention and I finally said, yes, Lord, I am willing to follow you, I had a desire and prayed about a desire to work for him on a full-time basis. What I didn't expect was that I would get laid off. And that happened in uh, 2012, January the 6th, to be exact. I got laid off from my day job. And then my wife suggested, well, why don't I try the full-time evangelization thing And this? You know, in a few months, I'm going to be celebrating 10 years of this crazy life. And I say crazy because in the eyes of the the world, it is crazy of being a full-time Catholic speaker and author. And it's just, you know, incredible that the Lord has used me to speak the gospel, to present the gospel on a full-time basis. It's been touch and go. I mean, you hear me on most shows asking for donations. That's because it is, I mean, I'm really dependent on donations, especially since COVID shut the world down in 2020. It's been difficult. It's been challenging. So, um... It's radical. I mean, there are people who go become missionaries and go to foreign countries who sell their house and travel, you know, move across the, the country. I, I didn't do that. We did sell our house because it was necessary in order to continue my full time career. But we, we stayed in the area. So there's people who do more radical things. But but for for the most part, my change when Jesus called me and said, follow him, he led me to a place that was rather unusual, Now, how do I know that this is what he wants me to do? Because I really had a desire to do it. And that's what I would say to you. If he's calling you to do something, you generally will have a desire to do it. You might lack confidence. You might think, I I could never do this. But yet you feel, I wish I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, in my case, I was an introvert. I, I was never big on public speaking, to say the least. I hated it but i began to feel this crazy desire to speak about jesus about the good news that was that desire was in me it didn't make sense but it was in me but typically when the lord calls you to do something yeah it involves sacrifice but he normally doesn't ask you to do something against your will i heard it said one time if you're being called to be a missionary in china you're going to have a desire to be a missionary in china if you are being called into the religious life or the priesthood, you typically want to be a priest. You might, there might be doubts because you also be, want to be married, but you typically have this desire something attractive. The, the call of Jesus is attractive. You know, even if it seems a little crazy, even if he's asking you to do something that most people wouldn't want to do. And I'm sure most people would not want want to be a full-time evangelist like like I am I mean you know that's not your typical calling but that's how the Lord called me now in your case he could be calling you to any number of different things but once you make that decision to follow him and I believe this is a daily decision this is not a one-time decision to follow Jesus to surrender your life to him I think we have to do that every day because every day provides new opportunities How do we know where he's leading? Well, just watch the circumstances of your life. More often than not, he's going to lead you to the office or to school or wherever you you go to hang out each day to take care of the kids. Whatever you're doing, that's normally where Jesus leads you. But he does sometimes stretch us and take us to places that we wouldn't expect. That happens with illness. You know, That happens with unexpected financial difficulties. The, The Lord will lead us into the storm sometimes too. But, and here's the thing that I I want to try to reassure you of. If you follow Him, if you don't try to fight it, you know, we could spend all of our lives fighting against the will of, of the Lord. I don't want to be sick. Well, I mean, nobody wants to be sick, but, you know, there's a certain resignation or acceptance that goes along with carrying or embracing our cross. But when we do that, when we don't try to fight him, you know, like for me, there have been many times when I was hoping to get a speaking engagement and it fell, it fell through. I didn't get it, even though I really wanted it or a certain opportunity didn't come about and I was disappointed, but I always have that choice to either accept it and say, thank you, Lord, because I know that this is your will for me. At this point today and, uh, and I accept it Lord I accept it I offer up any suffering I give it to you But you know what Lord Your will be done um, We can always do that We always have that opportunity To do that Even when he leads us somewhere Where we would not want to go Now you know for most of you So I'm not trying to scare anybody When, when, it, when it comes to following Jesus Matt, Matthew is a tax collector And Jesus called him To a radically different way of life for most of us that's not go- it's not going to happen that way. It'll be primarily an internal conversion or a change or a different way of following Jesus within the confines of your normal life. you, know, you don't have to quit your job, you don't have to move out of your house, you're busy with your family. that's okay. that's you're going to find Jesus there and that's where he'll lead you. you know so it's not scary, but I will tell you this. Based on my experience and the experience of many others that I've read about and encountered, if you follow Jesus and go along with His will for your life, go along with to, to where He calls you, whatever that is, that's where you're going to find the peace and happiness. Fighting Him is just going to bring misery, you know. And I think I fought Him for many years, and that's why I was so miserable. I wanted to do it my way, you know. I just wanted the convenient Christianity of I'll go to mass on Sunday and that's it. I don't want to do any more and that's all I want. Well, it wasn't very fulfilling because I wasn't really following him. He was calling me to more than that. So I'll just put that out there today. I would encourage you to meditate on those words. Follow me and look at how your life unfolds each day. Look at what happens. Look at the circumstances. Look at the people you meet. Look at what happens at the office or at home and see where he's leading you. And try to meet him wherever you go. And tell him, you know, you're stuck in traffic. Jesus, I don't really want to be here, but you know, you're allowing this to happen. So please use this suffering. Please unite it with your suffering. Use it for good. You can always do that. And and that's where you're going to find the peace. There's a certain freedom and, and peace that comes from doing that. So I encourage you to do that, to follow Jesus. And I will talk more about it um, in future shows, but give that a try and see what happens. Hey, if you have questions... Please email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. Otherwise, I look forward to being back with you on the program tomorrow. So have a wonderful night. God bless you. I'm praying for you. And I hope to be joining you again tomorrow around the table on Following the Truth. God bless you. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robin Hood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.